Welcome to Monday Morning Decapitation. I'm your host. Today's episode is brought to you by Existential Dread, when regular dread just isn't enough. Before we get to our first guest, let's take a moment to consider cheese sticks. Cheese sticks. Do we peel them? Do we eat them? Does it matter? A discussion for the mind. For another day. Now, let's take a moment to meditate and switch audio tracks. My first guest today, and only guest today, is Alex Wilhelm. He is the inventor of the stonk meme and the only humble person in Rhode Island. Alex, glad to have you. I wish I wish either of those was true. I, that would make me so much cooler than I actually am. I think that I'm more the, uh, I'm a participant in the stonk meme, I feel, more than the uh, progenitor or the, uh, the creator thereof. That's not what it said on Reddit. Uh, well, I mean, Curtis, I mean, how long have you and I been on the internet? We should know better than now than to trust uh, what, what the fine folks over at Reddit tend to say about, especially stocks, if you've ever seen Wall Street bets, but really anything, I feel. Reddit is the only source of information on the internet. I, I mean, we joke, but like between Twitter and Reddit, I mean, honestly, those are, you know, aside, aside from Facebook and like websites, those are probably the biggest two, right? I mean, they're enormous. Reddit has had staying power much longer than its uh, forebears, like Dig and so forth. I'm, I'm still impressed that Reddit's still around. It hasn't self-imploded in some way. Reddit says the homepage of the internet. I mean, you it's can't not- argue with that. It's not wrong. I mean, I, uh, you ever find yourself kind of bored and like go into a subreddit that, you know, like you know, for me, it's like the formula one subreddit or like the progressive metal subreddit. And then you close it because you've seen everything. And then you like, compulsively reopen the same tab. You're like, I was just here. Nothing has changed in 17 seconds. I need to go outside. I did that too much. So tell me about how much coffee you've had today and what kind of coffee that was. Oh gosh. Uh, I'm currently drinking decaf. Uh, I don't mean to pick a fight. I've had uh, two cups of, uh, of real coffee this morning. So, you know, five, six, seven hours ago. So just to be clear, you do drink caffeinated coffee? I, I do uh, on non-work days. I find that on, on long work days, if I drink a lot of caffeine, I get kind of spazzy by the end of the day. It doesn't really help with my um, stress management and uh, flow. And so mostly at home, I drink decaf. If I'm... Uh, out at like a coffee store or something like that. I'll, I'll tend to get a, like a regular Americano versus a decaf. But really, I, you know, I'm 31 now and you won't see me pounding Red Bulls. You know what I mean? I've, uh, I've aged into self-care uh, just because I've gotten older. And so, yeah, I, I've really curtailed my caffeine intake in the last 18, 24 months. So you believe that, you believe that self-care is less caffeine? Just to be clear, as someone well, who drinks a rock star every morning? I mean, like I don't have children. You know, um, so I feel like I, you know, and I'm reasonably healthy and, you know, I, I've been, I've done rock stars in the morning. I've done, you know, all sorts of, of various, uh, vile brews. Uh, but no, I, I can get by without it. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to be more like level headed. Does that make sense? Like just more steady versus up and down. That makes kind of sense. I mean, I'm not good at it, Curtis. I'm not saying that I've nailed it. I'm saying that's what I'm shooting for. You know, that's the target, the goal. The ambition. All right, stay with me here. What if the level is always 11? So, I, yeah, that's how I ended up in rehab, I feel. Like, I mean, if we're being totally honest, like, uh, that's that I tried that. Um, 
I thought I could burn the candle at both ends. I thought I could push it, uh, you know, to the, to the max all the time. And I found out that, uh, it all just kind of fell apart on me. So, you know, this, this new, uh, improved version of myself is much more like, you know, maybe I should get more than, you know, X hours of sleep at night. Maybe we should shoot for like seven, something crazy like that. So yeah, I'm, I'm figuring it out. I think everyone grows up and learns new habits slowly. Uh, and I'm certainly in, in the molting process. I'm not a butterfly yet. I'm still mostly caterpillar. Oh, that's adorable. No, but you do have a good point about people in certain age groups and learning that lesson a little. I'm a little bit older than you, obviously. Well, maybe not obviously, but I am. Uh, learning that lesson in taking care of yourself and getting enough sleep and, you know, all those kind of things. That does kind of take a little while. Not everybody at your young age of 31. I didn't know you were that young. Uh I appreciate you saying that. I, I I've been feeling my age lately, so I, I'm. Uh, you can call me young as much as you want. I will take offense at absolutely none of that. Call me a child, really. It's fine. Well, your hairline wouldn't have indicated 31. So hey, oh, hey, and you were you were kind of looking like me there. So oh no, my I mean like I uh, my wife gave me a haircut the other day, and so it's really short right now. So if you have lights on the top of my head, I look entirely bald. Um, but you know, you know, I made my peace with that. I don't know how you handle the whole hair or follicle situation, but uh, when I discovered my hair was falling out, I think I was like, I don't know, God, twenty four, maybe somewhere in there, twenty five. And I looked up and I'm like, oh, this this is happening. You know, this is going to be the thing. And so I freaked out. I was like, oh, how do you save your hair? You know, how do you, you know? And then I just decided to not care. Uh, and that was the uh, that was the right move. I just don't. I just, I, you know, whatever. I'm just going to shave it short and then bick it when it gets to be time and. If people don't like it, they can uh, they can deal. Exactly. I started shaving it when I was 18 years old. Shaved okay, that's early. That's back. early. Wait, so how did that feel at 18? Turning this around a little bit. Uh, were you proud of that or was it just like a, a forced reality? Um, well, I didn't even notice I was going bald at that time. I just Got made it. a change. You did it for, for punk rock reasons, essentially. Yes. I was very punk rock back then. And that was... All right, so... Data. To punk rock it out. All right, Curtis, tell me three favorite punk bands 18-year-old you was rocking to when you were shaving your head. Uh, AAA, Rancid, and probably Blue Meanies. I don't know the Blue Meanies. Huh. I gotta look that up. You like them. them. So, uh, since the podcast is called Monday Morning Decapitation, and we'll be airing on Monday mornings. Why don't you run everybody through your Monday morning? Uh, I, th- I feel like Monday morning. Well, by the way, Monday morning decapitation. Yes. Is that what you said? Yes. That's amazing. One. Uh, and I think, you know, when you're over the age of like, I don't know, 25, uh, Monday mornings begin Sunday nights, you know. Um, the uh, the work stress begins to kind of add up and you begin to uh, – to think more and more about kind of what's going to be happening. So I'm already planning out my tomorrow morning. I have an idea for my, uh, I do, I do a morning podcast about kind of business and I've thought about what that's going to be. I kind of write a morning columns, uh, write a morning column during the week. So I've planned out my, my Monday topic and, um, I'm already planning on doing all the uh, kind of like household stuff to get ready for the week. So really I'm, I'm already into Monday morning, Sunday here at, uh, you know, it's two twelve PM ET as we talk to each other. So that's that's that, and then you know tomorrow morning I'll get up at about six fifteen, and um, I'll shepherd the dogs outside and shout at them to come back in and feed them, and uh, I'll make some decaf and I'll hang out with my uh, my partner Liza for a little bit, and uh, 
I'll come out to my little work shed and I'll log on and I'll be on the internets, you know, pretty much all day, just uh, writing, reporting and doing work stuff. And then somewhere between, you know, five 30 and six, I'll, uh, I'll uh, wander back inside and I don't have book club tomorrow. So I think I'll work out after work. And, uh, I mean, my, my life is pretty boring. It's pretty, pretty stable. If that makes sense. Like I just kind of do the same stuff. Um, and I, I like it that way these days. Yeah. That was a severe lack of chaos for a Monday morning. Yeah, it's it's pretty scripted. I mean, it, it's busy. Like, don't get me wrong; it's hard to do all of my tasks inside the amount of time that I have for them. But uh, they're sequential, which is what matters to me. Uh, I, I don't like having uh, four things going on at once anymore. Uh, I used to be crazy as hell. I used to listen to like two different songs at the same time to see if I could absorb even more music more quickly. Uh, which doesn't work, by the way. You can't actually do that. You can try it; but it doesn't work. Uh, but now I'm more like you know. Let me just do this one thing, get it done, move to the next thing. And so I try to structure my uh, my work life in that way. So tell me more about the murder shed. Um, the murder shed. Um, so in uh, the backyard of my house, uh, the neighbors on the other side cut down some trees. And so our view went from being this uh, really beautiful kind of line of trees into being uh, a much less attractive view. So my mother-in-law uh, had a building put together in her backyard that we call the shed it's a shed for uh for legal reasons it doesn't have a bathroom in it but it has like a it has a day bed and some pretty big windows and some built-ins and some really fast internet and so i kind of get to work in a separate structure from my house uh which gives me a little bit of work-life separation uh which is pretty key to my uh sanity frankly in this pandemic work from home uh year but yeah that way i can just be you know at least 20 feet from my backyard but back door sorry uh but it's uh it's it's been really helpful I think this year to have it. So do you empty out the pee bottles every day or just like once a week? So you, you laugh about that, but it's actually pretty funny. I had to go all the way back in the house to pee. Uh, so like, it's not that bad in the summer. Cause you just, you know, slip your boat shoes back on and kind of wander across the backyard. Uh, but in the winter it's snowy. And so you have, <laughs> I never wear the right amount of clothing. So I'm always wearing like shorts and a t-shirt, like sprinting across the snow barefoot, trying to get back in the house so I can pee, which is pretty awful. Uh, but you know, as far as like overall annoyances go, it's not that bad. It doesn't bother me too much. That's good. Not a lot of people have that kind of, uh, freedom of a writer's shed or a work shed in the backyard. I know that it's a, it's a popular thing with a lot of people. Yeah. One of my, uh, best friends in town, Dave, he, uh, he has a, he shed as well. And so we like to swap, uh, different articles about sheds back and forth. He had a mural painted on his shed, which I think is beautiful. Um, but, uh, she shed, he sheds, you know, rider sheds, whatever you want to call them. I think they're going to be big, dude. I think, uh, as we move to a more work from a homey world, uh, having ADUs or additional dwelling units, whatever the hell they're called is in general going to become a bigger thing. I think people are going to want that more than just more lawn to mow, you know? Yeah, lawns are pretty terrible. Uh, I'm not going to argue with you on that. I like I mean, lawns never... that are rocks and dirt. <laughs> then not lawns. No, that's just a that's a rock patch. I They're think just ground. Ground is so much better than lawns. They need no maintenance. Every once in a while, maybe you hose off the rocks. You know, though, like I, I, I want to have kids, and uh, I grew up Do you mowing. Want some? No, no, no. I don't want yours. Uh, I mean, as, as tempting as that offer is, um, we want to have some. And uh, I want my children, my future children, you know, knock on wood, to have the same glorious chance that I did uh, to mow the lawn. And so I want to make sure that I reserve that that custom for them. So I want to keep some lawn so I can force my children to do it. Uh, but short of that, I don't really care one way or the other. I, I, rocks would be fine with me as well. 
Well, I mean, there's plenty of other antiquated tasks that we can force children to do as time moves forward. I mean, the generations have changed a lot. I think you could have them move rocks. I did a lot of that as a child, actually. We had a gravel driveway that was uh, about 100 meters long. And so I spent a good chunk of my youth uh, wheelbarrowing gravel up and down the driveway, leveling it, patching holes and doing that. Because I grew up in Oregon where it rains a lot. And so the little gravel driveway would always get you know pretty screwed up by you know rain and whatever. So I did a lot of that. I don't know if it actually helped my character, though. Like we always talk about, you know, hard work builds character, but I, I don't know. I was pretty just pissed the whole time. Maybe just want to leave Oregon and go where the, all the roads were paved. So I did that. But uh, so just to be clear, Oregon's in the United States, correct? Uh, most of the year, yeah. It depends on the uh, phase of the moon, but generally speaking. So why was your driveway measured in meters? Oh, I could have said yards, yards. <laughs> yards it's like, it's like a meter but it has a yankee accent i don't know i where do you stand on the whole you know imperial versus uh, metric system i don't really give a shit but well, some people really get all caught up in their freedom yeah uh you mean stupidity i mean I, why are we still so backwards man like i just i'm always impressed when america gets more nostalgic than practical you know like why don't we just move the system the rest of the world uses well because we're different all right you can have a less efficient economy great work everybody because inches are bigger yards are bigger that's why yeah bigger. so was our american trade deficit i don't know like i mean how you know like goddamn. so you it's 2020 so you mentioned the northeast you mentioned snow you live in rhode island now what was it like that shift from rhode island from san francisco to rhode island because i know you were going back and forth for a little while and I got to wonder, I mean, San Francisco has its charms and there was a reason everybody was there. And, you know, what was it like kind of really just kind of transitioning out of expensive rents and real estate to the douchiness of the Northeast? Uh, that's going to that's a, that's a question that's going to get you in trouble with everybody. So well done. Uh, send the letters to to you, not me. Uh, OK. Because I did it in steps, like you said, I was 50-50 San Francisco and Rhode Island uh, for a long time, a couple of years. I kind of got acclimated to the East Coast. You know, I bought some uh, salmon-colored shorts. I bought some boat shoes. Uh, I went out uh, rowing once in one of those, like, you know, four-person rowboat in a line, Olympic things. Um, so you didn't go full I, douche, just went part douche. Well, I was only there 50% of the time, so right. you couldn't go. I, I had to go back to California where, you know, people wouldn't tolerate that sort of stuff. So, um uh, what I've ended up actually doing is, you know, I moved out here last December after I, I, I quit my old job and came back to TC. And uh, it didn't feel like that big of a change because I was going to go to SF every two months. So to me, it was like, I'm going to be based in Providence, but I'm going to be out on the West Coast where I'm from all the time. And then the pandemic happened. And, uh, you know, that that uh, changed my equation entirely. And that's when it felt really real that I'm, I'm not going to be going back to uh, where my sister lives and uh, the coast where my parents live and where my, one of my other sisters lives. Instead, I'm going to be here the whole time. And uh, I've been lucky. You know, my, my wife's family's around here and they're lovely and excellent people. So I have some family around. That's been huge. Uh, but, you know, I didn't get to do the East Coast stuff that I wanted to do. I wanted to do all the touristy stuff. Like go to Newport, go to Block Island, you know, bounce around and visit all these places and go to Philly and see some friends and go to New York a couple times and Boston. And instead, I've been at home. You know, so I could really kind of almost be anywhere, frankly. Uh, but next summer was when I'll become the real East Coast asset that you uh, seem intent on watching me become. I will live up to your expectations, Curtis. Yeah, I got to say, most of those places are terrible. New York's okay, but. 
Don't Boston. make fun of Philly, man. People, oh, people get serious about Philly. Ugh, they have the worst sports fans. Hey, well, only hey. met by Boston. That's true. But this isn't something new. People already expect that tone from me. So that's not uh, anything new. So salmon shorts, huh? What's the length of those shorts, buddy? Oh, it's uh, – well, actually, what's funny, I've, I've – well, I mean, they're shorter than I think you would approve of. But uh, I've lost a lot of weight in the last couple of years, and so they don't really fit anymore. So now they kind of like hang a little bit lower than you'd expect. Uh, they don't really sit on my hips so I need to get some new shorts. Really, I only have one pair of shorts that fits anymore. I just wear the old shorts because I don't care. Uh, but I should probably start trying fractionally more than zero about my appearance, if that makes sense. Well, now that you're over 30 and you want to have kids, it's time to start looking for a pair of salmon cargo shorts. You know, I would I would wear those. I would definitely wear those. That sounds great. I could put my keys in the big pockets, you know? I could put my work phone in one of the pockets too. God, then I wouldn't have to have like one big pocket with two phones. It'd be amazing. Do they make salmon colored cargo shorts? I'm sure they do. I mean, I have a pair of blue ones, so they probably make salmon ones. Let me tell you about cargo shorts. Okay. I don't know why people hate cargo shorts. Cargo shorts are brilliant. Now, mind you, I don't wear them as much anymore because I don't need to. But when you have kids, or anything mm. to carry besides your wallet, cargo shorts are brilliant. When you need to pack some weed for the trip or stick a beer in your pocket, and I know we both don't drink, but it's an example. Yeah, 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 I understand. There is nothing better than a pair of cargo shorts, except you know, you, a Merce, which I also have. You could fit a whole pint of vodka in one of the pockets of a cargo short, you know? You can like, sneak snacks into ball games. Movie theaters. Yep. You could put weapons in there, not to be bring into ball games and movie theaters. <laughs> this podcast is not advice. Yeah, but I'm not saying that you know. In we, that this is Florida, where I am recording from. So, you know, there are many cargo shorts around here that are full of clips of ammunition. The point do you is, do that? is oh, sorry. The point is the utilitarian nature of them utilitarian sure. nature of them. Did you ever do that thing when you do just bring your own booze everywhere with you? Like, did you ever get to that point when you were just like carrying, like I would go to the movie theater with like, you know, a half pint of like bourbon and I would get a Coke and I would just pour all the bourbon into it. Cause I'm like, they're not going to make a cocktail for me. You know? Yes. When I was at the height of my alcoholism, um, I wasn't wasting alcohol, mixing it with soda though. That was for sure. No fancy boy. We were a straight from the bottle alcoholic. <laughs> the the purest form. <laughs> we were we were bottom shelf vodka poured in a travel oh. cup vodka. Oh uh, man, lukewarm rut gut or gut rot. Oh man, poured in a water bottle that had a, like a Zephyr Hills water bottle with its water poured out, so you can pretty much carry it anywhere. Yep, 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 yep. Oh man, yeah, that none of that's too unfamiliar to me. I don't miss that stuff, but it does, it does make you kind of laugh. You ever? I, I just look back and I'm like, how did I survive? You know, maybe we're tougher than we think. Well, we are tougher than we think. We're human, so we're not dead yet. No, and I'm I'm glad we're doing this show, man. Like, uh, I'm well, I'm glad you're doing the show in general, but I'm very thankful and honestly grateful that you had me on. It's it's a real treat. Um, but also, it's just nice to talk to you because. 
Uh, I don't have uh, that many to. people. Yeah, I mean, like, I got friends that, you know, whatever, but, like, I don't know. I, I feel like we share an irreverency and uh, a shared history of, like, getting through some similar shit. And that makes us uh, more in tune than I am with most people. That's good to hear. I mean, we're all going to die someday. Mm. And I always think that, you know, we should just have a little fun, you know? Life is pretty mundane. I mean, you're Monday morning. Think about it. You know, so just putting a couple minutes to have some thoughts about life in general and realizing that, hey, you know, we made some mistakes in our life maybe, but maybe they weren't really mistakes. Maybe they were just life, you know? I made some mistakes. <laughs> but were there yeah. mistakes, though? Because you're here now. And everything uh, has a reaction. Everything is connected. So were they mistakes or were they just part of the path that had to happen? There's many. I, I respect that perspective. Like, to be clear, I'm not trying to be dismissive of the thought. What I don't like um, or what I don't want to do is make the mistake of going too easy on myself. You know, I want to keep um, my standards for my own conduct high. I want to keep uh, my own expectations for myself high. And I, 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 I don't want to let that slip. So I'm always hesitant to to look back and say oh you know it was all part of the path uh that got me here so therefore it's it's absolved and you know this is i'm not saying everyone has to agree with this this thought this is just kind of how i um try to stay motivated i think you know because if if you do have a history of uh of abuse of anything you, you can slip back into it really easily and i think um a high standard of like uh i don't know morality or production or whatever the fuck it is uh helps me keep my um my head screwed on the right direction, you know? So I have to hold a little tighter onto things than I think uh, some people might have to just to kind of get by, which is why I'm a little bit tightly wound, but better this than that, you know? I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't swap it back. Well, that was a very sweet thought to end on today. A little you contradictory know, to my overwhelming worldview, but <laughs> that's okay. Should we leave everyone with some sort of like positive Monday morning cone or thought? Uh, yeah, I have that plan for the outro. Oh, and that guess I'll <laughs> shut up and let, uh, let you do that. All right. Thanks, Alex, for joining me today. Um, hopefully we'll have you on some other time for part two and uh, continue sure. going. And I'm going to stop recording now. Say bye. Bye. That's our show. Thanks for listening, Mom. My thanks to Alex Wilhelm for joining this week. You can find links to Alex's work in the show notes. Next week, we'll be joined by a different guest. 